some some Disney classics, some wrestling classics, probably a Pjorn or two. <laughs> Those old VHS boxes are just boxes of of pleasure of every kind. Explosion, oh yeah. I I think I need this mentally. They couldn't shine Gorilla and Jesse's balls. Do bags <laughs> blowing out of there. If I could put them in a brown get up, he's a mudslide. <laughs> a fucking Akeem the African Dream signed photo on my wall. <laughs> Got Oliver Humperdinck. He was out there laying fight. Either a lady or his opponent spray painted onto his trousers. He's really dinking him. First taste Boy. of that guy. Yeah, I don't want to taste the warrior. We're not going to talk about Lex Luger. Right? Stop it. Those ladies are turning the, the stadium into a swimming pool, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of doing it, Vanna White, would you? The old Vanna at the shelter that nobody wants to bring home because they know it's going to die soon. <laughs> you freak. It'd be cool getting a taste of the honky tonk, man. Tasting a wrestler. Man, you got to calm down. I feel like I prepped for a show that we didn't have. I got a feeling there's not going to be 100,000 different low blows. Two guys that really suck a dog. I like Strike Force and Demolition. Maybe we'll put a pole on. It's, yeah, you turned it down. I know you love drinking from the Mr. Humperdinck, uh, yeah. Hey, I could hit you ten times in the head with a lead pipe. Go, dun, 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 dun. Get on, get on, man. Bad Got pick. a porno sax for you. Got Andre the Giant with his sit. The boss man slam whale's ass. The listeners selected wrong. Falling into the ocean with John, Donald Trump, and thank God he's all me. Not, I'm not really sold on anything that Beefer does. I like Matilda, man. Fun to listen to Jacked Up Guys. Oh, yeah. In association with the Shining Wizards Network, Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast presents... The Year of Duke and Rogue. I'm your host, Duke Banks. Handsome Kevin. Handsome Kevin. How you doing today, man? Oh, yeah. What's up? What's up? Pretty, pretty yeah. good. How, how are you? I'm good, man. I just, uh... It doesn't matter how you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got me, man. Got you there, huh, buddy boy? Yeah, I got you. I got yeah. you. Today's a good day because today we're going to be kicking off season six of the show. going to give you a little preview and some predictions of what we're going to be covering. What are we covering, man? WrestleMania 4 to WrestleMania 5. Back when, back when men were boys, or boys were men, and men that were the big boys hadn't started to play yet, you know those time periods, the good stuff. When I, when I'm thinking, when I'm thinking childhood wrestling memories, I'm thinking WrestleMania four to WrestleMania five. Man, that's where my heart goes. That's where my bone goes. That's where everything I got, my all of me, all of me goes right there. Right, <laughs> WrestleMania four, WrestleMania five. I am super excited. To be covering this, man. I know some of you out there, you're thinking, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> there's only, there's only be four. There's only be four. No, 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 no. We're going to cover in. We're going to fill those gaps, baby. Don't worry about those gaps. We're going to fill them. We're going to oh, fill yeah? them with our Saturday night's main event. Oh, yeah. We're filling gaps with the Saturday night's main event. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're saying. It's going to be, f- I'm, I'm pretty fucking pumped about this, man. I'm pretty pumped about this, man. There's gaps, right? We fill them in. Oh, yeah, with those Saturday night's main events. Those are going to be fun. Those were very fun shows from my recollection. We got the big, we got the, the damn WrestleMania. We got the damn 
Royal Rumble. We got the damn Summer Slam. We got the damn Survivor Series. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah, man. We're going way back in the time machine here to the golden era. And WrestleMania 4, the big big thing going on with that is that tournament for the world title. So yeah. Hulkamania, he had uh, you know kicked off Hulkamania shortly before WrestleMania. Held the damn title for about 1,400 days. And then on the first main event. It's a good run. Andre the Giant pinned him. But there was some controversial officiating. And I think the hook's controversial is that that just depends on who you ask, man. That's just who you ask. It's not necessarily controversial, you know, in one man's eyes uh, as much as in another man's eyes. Man, Hulkster's heel tendencies are apparent, even back here. Because you remember that main event? He takes Hebner and, like, chucks him, like, halfway down the entranceway. You remember that? Well, what I'll remind you of here is that sometimes good guys can also be frustrated. And sometimes good guys can also uh, misplace aggression, right? And even though even though it's maybe not the right thing to do in the moment, sometimes frustration gets the best of even the best of people. And I would like to think in that moment, frustration took a hold of the hoaxer, and he did something he's probably not too proud of. <laughs> we had that Hebner clone who made the uh, you know made the three count. Jack Tunney said, this ain't going to stand. I mean, there's more to it than that, because right after he won that title, Andre sold it to the Million Dollar Man as part of his master plan to get that title. And, uh, it's a smart plan. It's not bad. I mean, we're told that that uh, DiBiase bought Andre's contract. Now, you're a little more familiar with the ins and outs of the wrestling business than I am. How do you suppose that arrangement works? You ever buy a contract? Uh, let's see here. No, no, I haven't. Uh, so let me. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out again here. You said that DiBiase bought Andre's contract. Yes, that's what you said. So now he he's got Andre's goods and services. I would think so. Okay. I I mean, I don't have the answers now, but give me some time and I'll come up with the answers. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, it should, it should be noted, uh, you know, Andre the Giant is a one-time former champion, held the belt for, I think, a couple of minutes, something like that, before he handed it over to Million Dollar Man on the main event. Uh, he's, he's recognized as, as a champion, but DiBiase is not. So, man, I'm pretty excited about this season as well. Taking it back to the child childhood wrestling days. I got to ask you. So, our first show, WrestleMania 4, two tapes set with the VHSs. You still yeah. got that bad boy? Uh, I'm sure it's somewhere. I'm I'm guessing it's definitely somewhere in a in a in a tote, probably in the uh, the lower level, down yeah. where all the tapes are. Probably got that down there. Probably got uh, you know some old some some Disney classics, some wrestling classics. Probably a Pjorn or two. It's 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 really just a those old VHS boxes are just boxes of of pleasure of every kind. <laughs> 
And I used to, I used to like getting the WrestleMania four tape because you felt like you were getting, you know, double the bang for your buck. Yeah, it did feel like a double bang. But that sucker has sixteen matches, man. That's good. That's good. It's a big tournament. I mean, not only do we got the tournament, we also got the Island Boys and Bobby the Brain in six-man action. The Island Boys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is Tropical making a uh, making an appearance? Oh, we're going to have to tune in and find out, man. All right, I hope he is. Also, Strike Force, they're the champions at the beginning of our season here. They're taking on Demolition. And Honky Donkey, man, he's in the midst of uh, one of the greatest intercontinental title reigns of all time. So there's a lot going on here, man. Like I said, there's 16 matches, including a 20-man battle royal to start it off. Yes. They got to have like 60, 70 guys competing here. Pretty wild. Yeah, it's a lot of guys. Yeah, it's awesome. So after we cover the Mania 4, like you mentioned, there's a Saturday night's main event. And then we're going to cover the SummerSlam, then a couple more main events. Then the Survivor Series. And then even some more main events. And then we're going to get the Rumble, which is the first of the 30-man Royal Rumbles. And then we're going to be wrapping it up yep. with the Mega Powers exploding at WrestleMania 5. Man. Oh, yeah. Explosion. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, so what man. are you, what are you looking forward to the most here? So whenever we've covered these WWF years, the thing that you always look forward to the most is pretty much always the Rumble. The Rumble is usually mm. the, like, that's, that's what you look forward to. You want to watch the Rumble. The Rumble's fun. And I know this Rumble is fun. I'm also I'm also looking forward very much to the Survivor Series. And those are my two like favorite events generally. Until they got rid of like the, you know, the actual Survivor Series matches. Now I'm not so much Survivor Series, but uh definitely the Rumble and definitely like both WrestleManias. Both WrestleManias in my memory are are top notch. So, looking forward to that. And Andre like, I want to see more Andre, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting into Andre a little bit more and more as, as time goes on. I just, I rewatched the Andre documentary the other day. Like, I, I am, I am very fascinated with Andre the Giant. You're going to get to see all sorts of the, what is he, the eighth wonder of the world? I think he was the eighth wonder. Yeah, man. He's the eighth. He was the eighth. So he and the Hulkster, they both get buys in that in that tournament for the world title in, uh, in our first show. You mentioned the Rumble, man. We're going to have to wait eight shows to get to the Rumble. But I think it's going to be a fun ride. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're going to make some predictions here, but we got a pretty good idea of how they're going to they're gonna pan out. You know, I, I really yeah, hope we, we this, should. I really hope that this isn't, you know, continuing the trend of, like, we remembered this shit being better than it actually was i don't think i don't think that it will i really don't think that it will and it's going to be so much different than what we've covered like the last how many seasons 
uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. They're not different in like a TNA different way, but different in a good way. I mean, like I I think I need this mentally <laughs> to go to this time period of wrestling. You know, because what we did was we went, you know, we went from nine to nine to ten, and then we hopped over to WCW and covered Starcade ninety five to ninety six, and then we hopped back over to the Federation and we covered thirteen to fourteen, and then we hopped back over to WCW and we covered the last whatever it was it was fourteen sixteen months of WCW as they died, and that was about the low point of wrestling. And then we went to TNA, and TNA also is uh, that was a low point. So now going to back to WrestleMania four to WrestleMania five, like I, you need this. I need this pure wrestling again. Yeah, I got it going with WrestleMania four, man. Right away, we got Gorilla Monsoon inviting us to the greatest happening in the history of sports entertainment. You know, Gorilla always just sold the sold the shows like nobody's business, and Jesse the Body just. Night and day from what we were getting last time around with, you know, Donnie West and Mike TNA. Don West and Mike TNA. Oh man, they couldn't they couldn't shine Gorilla and Jesse's balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about some minor leaguers. That's what Mike TNA and Don West were. Yeah. So I mean, especially season- in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. So this season's going to see the first SummerSlam, which is now the biggest party of the summer. And, you know, like you mentioned, it'll be the second Survivor Series and the Mega Powers. That's kind of the kind of the big story throughout this this season. The Macho Man, Randy Savage, and the Immortal Hulk Hogan team, teaming up with Miss Elizabeth in their corner. they got a big feud going with the Twin Towers this season. Yeah, that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. I like the boss man. Yeah. Speaking of the Twin Towers, we got we to gotta touch on Akeem the African Dream here. So the former one-man gang, now Akeem, which do you take? You like the dancing African uh, man or you like the badass gang? I think they each have their, I think they each have their place. Part of me says I'm more of a one-man gang guy because of his amazing match he had with Conan. But then the other part of me is more of a more of a Akeem the African Dream guy because he had a lot more he had a lot more character to him, you know, a lot more character. He was out there dancing, moving around, shaking. Right? Gang was just a he'd come out with a. You know what I mean? Almost like a fucking tugboat thing, and so he was. It was all right. It was all right. I, I like them both. I think uh, for different reasons. That could have been a that could have been a tag team, Uncle Fred and the gang. You're gonna put Uncle. You're gonna put tugboat and one man gang in a team. <laughs> why, why don't you just make Why don't you make one man gang another natural disaster? What the fuck? That is not a good idea. <laughs> I'd be the ugliest team around. Man, they could add them to the natural. Now that disaster. would be a stable that could. Make him like a, yeah, you know, the tsunami. Like, yeah, make him another. <laughs> nah, I don't think you make him a tsunami because I think tsunami is kind of in line with a tugboat. 
not a tugboat, a, uh, a typhoon. <laughs> but I think you probably you you probably you could make them something for sure. You know, like the mudslide. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking put him in a brown getup. He's the mudslide. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, the beautiful thing about this I mean, era of I wrestling mean, it's is it's not out of the realm of possibility, you know. All right. <laughs> you <get> quake, <laughs> typhoon, and mudslide. Oh, man. <laughs> That's not good, but I, I, the more I think about it, I like it. So the one-man gang, he's he starts off this season, and he's one of the early uh, – one of your, one of the early challengers for the world heavyweight title. He actually gets the shot at the first main event we're going to cover. Uh, nice. Do you remember the Saturday night's main events? How those were kind of set up? What we can expect? So a couple of things I remember about the Saturday night's main event is that the the matches always seemed a little bit strange to me because it seems like they put more of the top line matches on early. In the card, that's one thing that stuck out in my memory about them, uh, with the older ones at least. Uh, outside of that, man, it was it, not a lot of not a lot of recollection on anything outside of that. I know that the you know a lot of it was matches. I don't remember a ton of I don't remember a ton of promos in them outside of the outside of the one where the when Mach attacked Hulkster in the back, like, and that one was almost set up like a movie from my recollection. It was a little bit different. Like it went throughout the course of the show, which is kind of, it was kind of interesting. It was a good way to, to kind of tell the story throughout the show. But yeah, outside of that, I don't remember a lot of the setup to it. I think that's the last main event that we're going to cover. Mega powers take on the twin towers and, uh, Mach loses his temper a little bit. Oh shit. I have a I have a fucking Akeem the African Dream signed photo on my wall. <laughs> no way. I just fucking remember. Yeah, I just looked to my left and I was like, oh shit, that's Akeem. Yeah, I got an Akeem the African it is Akeem the African Dream signed photo framed on my wall. I really forgot I had that. Uh, let's get into it here, man, with a few predictions. So You mentioned the rumble, you mentioned the manias and you know, we got fond memories of all these shows. I think we wore them out as kids. What do you think is going to be your favorite show here? I am not certain. I think that there's going to be a Saturday night's main event that pops up that I'm going to really enjoy. Like, it just feels like there should be. Rumble, I always love you. I almost want to take Rumble out of it to make yourself actually pick one. Because the Rumble is <clears throat> the Rumble's just the best, man. Everybody loves the Rumble, so. If I wasn't going to say the Rumble, I think I'm going to go Survivor Series, man. I love the Survivor Series. The old Survivor Series is, is something I, I'm all about, so I'd probably go Survivor Series. Yeah, I mentioned on our last show, I'm looking forward to Vince McMahon yelling at me, telling me the competitors of the Survivor yeah. Series and the Rumble. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yes. and he's actually in the booth with uh, Jesse on those main events. So we'll get a little bit of a variety with the, the commentating team. And back to what you mentioned about the main events being set up strange. I went I went back and watched the that first main event that, you know, led up to this mm-hmm. 
championship business at WrestleMania four. And there was this world title match between Andre and Hogan, you know, rematch WrestleMania three, which was, I think it's still the most watched wrestling match, you know, ever on TV. And then it was followed by like strike force taking on some, <laughs> I closed out the show. Okay. Right. Well, so, I mean, don't downplay strike force. They're, they're still your tag team champs, right? That's true. That's true. Just kind of odd. I mean, placement. I was gonna say, don't. I mean, I, yeah, odd placement. But the way you said it, man, it's like you're shitting all over Strike Force. Don't do that. That's Tito and Ricky, right? Let me ask you this, man: Do you take Strike Force or you take the Can Am Connection? <sighs> they both came out to that Jimmy Hart classic, "Girls and Cars." Boy. Now, hold on here. Strike Force is Tito and Rick, Martel. right? Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck was the Can-Am? I think that was Tommy Z and uh, Rick. The Tommy Man. Z and Rick was Can-Am? Okay. Huh. I have, like, I remember Can-Am, but, like, in my head just barely. I think I might have crossed my wires up. I know the Can-Am, but I just can't pull the Can-Am. Oh, yeah? I think they competed in Mania 3. And then Tommy Zink. Can-Am did? Yeah. Tommy Zink, a uh, Minnesota native, left due to a pay dispute. Yeah. They just slid Tito in there, former Intercontinental Champion, and and made him the uh, the Strike Force. Made him Strike Force. I, I take I take strike force. You know, Zank was always kind of a hanger on. He never really did yeah. anything for himself. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he probably, I, probably I, didn't deserve that raise he was asking for. Oh, probably not. <laughs> He's like, hey, Vince, can I get a raise? And Vince is like, who are you again? <laughs> Zank is your name? No, you can't have a raise. Go away, Zank. <laughs> There's some other memorable tag teams at this time. We got, you know, I mentioned earlier the Twin Towers, got the Mega Powers, the Mega Bucks, says DiBiase and Andre. Then some of our classic tag teams. We got the Heart Foundation, Demolition, I think Powers of Pain are in there. British Bulldogs, Killer Bees, just uh, just an embarrassment of riches here, man. Those are all pretty good teams. Yeah, they are. Do you got a favorite team? Our foundation's good, man. They are good. Just trying to think if there's a team because, like, I, I think Heart Foundation didn't really become like like a top team until maybe a year or two after this. If I have a favorite team from this era, I don't know who I would pick above the other ones. Like, Killer Bees were always fun because they put on those masks. You know what I mean? And they do the old B switch. That was fun, especially for a face team to do something like that. Oh yeah. I don't know if we're getting. I don't think you get powers. Of, I don't think you get powers of pain yet. Demolition's an easy. That's an easy one to go with. Young Stallions. Pretty Paul no, and not Jim. The young uh, Stallions. Jim Powers. No. Yeah, jumping Jim. Yeah. No. No. No young Stallions, man. No. Uh, I like power and glory, but I don't think we're going to see them. 
I think you probably have to take Demolition, right? Yeah, Demolition's a safe pick. One of the yeah. things I'm kind of looking forward to yeah. at the Survivor Series is they have that, you know, five-team-on-five-team five match. We're going to get to see them all, man. We might even get to see Los Conquistadors. That'd be a treat. <laughs> Los Conquistadores. You know what would have been see? fun? If they would have had the Vianos. The Vianos and Los Conquistadores. <laughs> that would have been a sweet. No, man, imagine that. Probably would have had Viano like one, one and two at that time. 80s, yeah. Around. I mean, obviously not in the Federation. Probably not in the Federation, but you probably had the Vianos. Man, that Vianos and Con- 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 Conquistadores. Call them the, I don't know, the villain conquerors. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun characters. Lots of cool gimmicks. And there's a, there's a few heel stables we should touch on here. The Heenan family, of course. Got Andre the Giant. He's got the Island Boys. He's got kind of a rotating cast of guys in the family. Do you, do you remember who else was in the family at this time? So Hercules, oh he yeah, he was in Her- there. He was he was a he was a guy you usually forget that was associated with Bobby the Brain. Andre, ravishing Ricky, he was in there. Uh, oh yeah, who else? Obviously the you know, the Island Boys, and then Haku. I think he had the Barbarian at one point. Yeah, I mean he'll get the barb there for sure. I mean, it was, a, it was a long list. Eventually. Brooklyn Brawler at one point. Yeah, Brain Busters until, you know, totally decided to be a doper. Yeah. We also got uh, Slick's gang. I don't know if he has a name for his his troop of guys, but he's out there with the, the Twin Towers, the Natural Butch Reed. Do you think, so they... Oh, yeah, the natural. Forgot about him. I was going to say, you think that they changed the one-man gang to Akeem? So it wasn't like a gang member teaming with a cop for the Twin Towers? <laughs> you think they looked at it and went, we we can't have a gang member and a cop be a team. That's not going to work out. We'll take Akeem and we'll make him the African of Dream because that makes more sense. It doesn't make more sense. I, I could see that, though. You don't think of a gang and a yeah. cop being on the same side. No. We got Oliver Humperdink. I don't got much to say about <laughs> this guy. He was managing uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. He looks yeah. like a leprechaun, man. The hump. With the, yeah, with kind of wild, uh, colorful jacket. I don't yeah. got too many memories you know, about the hump. He is not a... Uh... I don't got I don't got a lot of hump memories either, but I, I can tell you that from what I from what I understand listening to uh, a Pritchard show that I listened to, old Hump cleaned up, man. It wasn't just a name. He was he was out there laying pipe. He was the <laughs> hump. Oh yeah? Not just a clever name. Yeah, huh? I guess. That's what that's what old uh No, that's what uh, that's what the old Old BP was talking about. He said that uh, the hump was out there really dinking him. So he gets it. Yeah, we're going to have Jake the Snake, Bad News Brown. I mean, you mentioned Honky Donkey and the, uh, you know, the Twin Towers. Lots of fun gimmicks. Uh, Any gimmicks you're looking forward to the most? 
I think we see the warrior. We get our first taste oh, yeah. of that guy. Yeah, I don't want to taste the warrior. I don't want to get any tasting of the warrior. I'm 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 not interested in the warrior tasting. Characters probably Ravishing Rick. Like Ravishing yeah. Rick was always very fun, and he was entertaining on the mic. Like he'd always make me he'd always make me laugh with his insults of you know everybody. And then just the way how like self-absorbed his his character is, uh, and his selling, like I am I am a big I'm a big Ricky Rude guy, and that's probably the guy that I'm I'm most excited to watch throughout the course of the season is Ricky Rude. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. He was he was great. He'd, he'd come out and call everybody you know sweat hogs. He'd have uh, either a lady or his opponent spray painted onto his trousers. Which is just a great, great heel move. That's a that's a that's a power move, man. That's what that is. That's a power move. And he'd do them uh, them hip, you know, talking about humping. He'd do the, them hip thrusts after every you know every big offensive move. Oh yeah, he'd be gyrating, and he'd have a fucking yeah. Those ladies are turning the the stadium into a swimming pool, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, is it this rumble or is it that first rumble uh, that they had on the the TV special where he and the the warrior have that that pose down? I'm pretty I'm pretty positive it's '89. Oh, so we're gonna see it. We're gonna Probably see the- it, yeah, because '88 was the first, and that was a t- 20 man where Hack won. But yeah, this is uh, the pose down. I'm pretty positive is at the rumble '89. Yeah, that's gonna be a treat. I think we'll get to see the first use of the Lex flexor as an object. In the wrestling ring. <laughs> we weren't going to talk about Lex Luger. Right? We escaped Lex Luger and TNA. And we're, we're going back to, you know, where we once belonged. Like we said before, we're not going to talk about Lex Luger. All right. Stop it. Stop trying to force Lex on me. Figured I'd try and slide him in there, you know. Uh, well, you- I'm sure you did. You might have an Akeem signed picture on the wall, but I got a Lex Express. I got one of those, those too. All right, so settle down. Yeah, yeah, I got a signed fucking Lex Express too. So, you know, settle down, bitch nuts. Well, you talked about Jesse you the Body. Bob Backlund? And, uh, I don't got a Bob Backlund. Then he ain't got shit. I assume you got a Bob Backlund. I got a Bob Backlund. Oh, we're happy for you. Man, another one of the highlights of this year is going to be Mean Gene in the back. Now, Mean Gene's kind of in a class of himself as far as backstage guys go. We had the Dougler yeah. last season. I mean, whatever, he got the job done. He's no Gene Oakland. No, he's not. He is, he is not. <laughs> Gene Oakland is so much better than the franchiseler in the back. Like, it is so much better. He's actually, like, entertaining, and he's professional, right? He's not fucking looking for limos to find out who's inside, right? Like, he's he's just a, he's a pro. Gene's a pro, which Franchisler is a pro wrestler, but he's not a pro backman. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I figured you did. Man, elsewhere, we're going to have some special guests. Well, with the Manias, we always got special guests. The first one's taking place at the Trump Plaza. I think both these might actually be at the Trump Plaza. 
They are. And we got Bob Euchre back there. We got Vanna White. So they, they really like their celebrities. I guess that was kind of a one of the one of the big calling cards of you know what got mainstream attention for WrestleMania's in the first place. But here's a fun fact. So we do a little moment of silence uh bit on our show. And I, I got a feeling we're gonna have a whole lot of them this season. Bob Euchre and Vanna White both still have their jobs that they had back in 1988. Oh, Vanna White retired. No way. I'm pretty sure she retired. I bet she's still spinning spinning the words, man. Huh, what is Euchre doing? He's the announcer for the, the play-by-play guy for the Brewers. He's been Still? doing that for like for like 50 years, yeah. I thought he was going to be wow. our first moment of silence, so I looked oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. So, But I thought Vanna retired. She didn't retire, huh? I think she's still doing it, man. I could be wrong. Maybe she's just got man. like an honorary speaking role. Of, but... Speaking of doing it, Vanna White, would you? Oh yeah, <laughs> like some of those uh, those older kittens, do you? <laughs> Are we talking Vanna now? Yeah, we're talking Vanna now. We're talking the Vanna at the the old Vanna at the shelter that nobody wants to bring home because they know it's gonna die soon. <laughs> oh man! Well, speaking of ladies, I mean we got. We got Miss Elizabeth. We got Peggy Sue. Is uh, Sister Sherry? Oh yeah. I know. I just, she's got your golden bone. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> now, I don't know if women's wrestling has been it's on one of its vacations now or not, but I think those are the only two gals that really come to mind. This was really a yeah, really a dude dominated, uh, pretty male sport back then period yeah i'm with you with the manias those are going to be great just look i mean just the whole whole presentation of the show we had talked about in our one of our previous shows about how you know the beverly brothers could be facing the bushwhackers and you know the guys in the booth would make it an enjoyable affair you know why would you take the bushwhackers and the beverly brothers those are those are two fine tag teams. You know, sometimes you make these like these statements, especially about talent. And you're like, oh, it could be. I mean, you name guys. And I'm like, wait a second. Those are two fine tag teams. Why would you put them up there? Right? Doesn't make sense young, to me, man. The young stallions. They, should I throw them under the bus? No, man. What you should have said was they could have taken a match with Lex Luger and Jeff Hardy and made it seem interesting. Do you think they could? Two guys that really suck a dog. I mean, it would be a challenge. <laughs> First challenge would be to see if Jeff Hardy made it to the ring. Second challenge is to see if you could keep Lex Luger awake. <laughs> so a big difference between this season and some of the past few seasons we've covered. You know, there's there's not, I, don't, I got a feeling there's not going to be 100,000 different low blows. There's not going to be big jumps to the floor. There's not going to be crazy right. stipulation matches. Mm-hmm. 
We're just going to have some straight up old school wrestling, man. Yeah, I'm, that's, I, I think we're going to get a lot of, you know, not bullshit finishes, not a lot of dives, not like all that stuff, man. It's going to be good. So I'm saying, like, take me back to my pure wrestling, right? my fun wrestling. That's what I want. That's where we're going. Do you got a pick for what do you think the, I mean, the feud of the year is probably, you know, that, that mega powers business. Is there any other rivalries um, from this this time you're 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 anxious to to get back into? Oh uh, yeah, I think I th- I think that Jake and Andre might be working a program somewhere around this time period. I think uh, that's I mean anything Andre I'm pretty much in on right now. Mega Powers exploding, yeah, that's going to be a big one. There's a huge arc there. Which is, you know, obviously fun. Those are the ones that really stick out to me. I mean, obviously, you go into, you know, Ricky Rude and I think Ricky Rude and Jake, and then Ricky Rude moves his program from Jake into Warrior. So both of those, looking forward to that. But yeah, those are the ones I can think of. It'll be cool getting a taste of the honky tonk man and his, uh, and all his glory with his intercontinental title. He's always <laughs> you a fun just character. want to taste everybody. That's like the third time you're talking about tasting a wrestler. Man, you got to calm down. I'm hungry, man. You just not been satisfied or what's going on here? (laughs) You know what I think we should include in in this season? What's that? The Slammy Awards. Remember the Slammies back then? I do. They They were pretty wild. I'm not sure if they're... Well, maybe we'll slide a slammy in there. They took a break not unsimilar to the women's division where they just, you know, disappeared for five, six years, but... All right, so our first show is going to be WrestleMania 4. <laughs> we're going to... I think we got six, seven Saturday Night's Main Events we're covering. Doing the first SummerSlam, second Survivor Series, first annual 30-man Rumble. WrestleMania five. Any other other thoughts about the season to come, man? Well, I mean, normally you do these, you know, who's going to be the best finisher, the best manager, the best. You didn't do any of that. Was that planned? You trying to throw me for a curveball? I feel like I prepped for a show that we didn't have. You want me to run down the best and worst? Well, I mean, that's what we generally do with these preview shows. And I make fun of all your horrible picks. Is that why you want me to not make fun of them this time? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can we can go down the line, man. We just know what's going to happen All this right, time go. around. So, I mean, we kind of knew what was going to happen the last time around too. But all right, best or worst show? We kind of covered that. What do you think your best and worst match is going to be? Best match. I'm going to say. All right, pass next. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, for best for best match, I think I'm going to go Hogan and Savage at Mania Five. Just the the build up, and and I think that the action's going to be there as well. So yeah, Mania Five, Hogan Savage probably best match. Yours? Let's see. I suppose I can't take the Rumble. It'd be too easy. Mm. I like Strike Force and Demolition at Mania Four, man. 
All right. There you see go. What, see, what, see what that one's like. Well, managers, we already mentioned Bobby the Brain, Mr. Humperdink. Uh, yeah. We got uh, Mr. Fuji. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could we can toss Liz in there because, I mean, she's I think she's the only one. Got the Slickster. Who you got, man? They're all pretty good. It's Bobby. Yeah, they're all pretty good, but Bobby's always going to be the answer if you're talking about best manager. Yeah, good call. Tag teams. I mean, we talked well, about we tag kind of teams a little on the bit. Tag teams a little bit before. Yeah, I think the demolition is probably going to be the you know the way to go. Worst tag team. Oh, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. Can I change my mind? Twin Towers. Twin Towers. That's 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 my team right there. Twin Towers. Uh, worst team. Yikes. I don't know. How about Conquistadors? All right. We also got the Rockers. We got the Rougeos, Bushwhackers, Killer Bees, Bulldogs, the Wild Stallions. Yeah, Twin Towers, though. Uh, yeah, Wild, Wild Stallions is worse. Yeah. All right. Going with the Stallions and the Twin Towers yeah. is your best? Yeah. Yes. All right. I'd mentioned that not everybody has a theme song, but some folks do at this time. Best and worst theme song. I mean, we got Real American, classic. Yes. I mean, we got, uh, I think Girls and Cars, that's going to be my worst. Not Jimmy Hart's best work. Yeah. Probably because he wasn't working with Larry Raspberry at the time. Not as good, uh, not as good on his own. I mean, the Warriors theme, that always got us going. Yeah, that's a great theme, the Warriors theme. It's really hard to not take the Hulkster's entrance theme, because that's one of those themes that's just like, it's in your head. Like It will never get out of your head. There's nothing you could do to make sure that that song, like you can forget that song, right? I could hit you 10 times in the head with a lead pipe. And you're gonna you're gonna you come out of the coma and go dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> so it's gonna be. I really love Honky Tonk's theme song. The Honky oh, Tonk's yeah. theme song is fantastic. Just a Honky Tonk tell you this, man. Underrated. Get Honky Tonk man. Uh, <laughs> the. Uh, the uh, Really super underrated uh, entrance music, Ravishing Rick Rudes. It fits the character oh, yes. so perfectly. Yeah. So I, the, best I'd probably go with, uh, with, with Ravish. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Not a bad pick. porno sax for you. <laughs> I know. I know. Best and worst finishing maneuver. I mean, we got our leg drops, we got our elbow drops, we got Andre the Giant with his sit. I don't know if that's his finisher or not, but we got the Boss Man Slam. We got the Million Dollar Dream. The Boss Slam. DDT, Rude Awakening, Haku with his kick. God, there's, there's a lot of good moves. Well, I suppose Million Dollar Dream, that's a submission, so there's only... F- Factor in maybe, and 
I love the leg drop. I think I'll always love the leg drop. The top rope elbow from Mach is a thing of beauty. The boss man slam, whale's ass. The original BH slam there. I, like the, I think the, yeah, the original BH. Man, I just thought my I just lost my train of thought. Where was I going? BH slam. I you know DDT, Jake's DDT, especially at this time, like he was the guy that did it. He was the only DDT. It wasn't used as like a just a workable move, right? It was the it was the life ender DDT. Uh, so I think I'd probably go DDT. Although I do like the Hogan, like the Hogan finish, right? The the big boot, the slam, whatever it is, however he gets to the leg drop, like that that whole package is obviously amazing. Like that's one of the greatest things that you'll you'll ever see in professional wrestling. That entire package, the, the slam to the leg drop or the big boot to the leg drop, however it works out, is awesome. And I always got pumped for it watching when I was young. The DDT is completely different animal, and it looks like he just kills a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to go best DDT. Worst, I even though I really like the move, it's probably the shake, rattle, and roll. Yeah, it takes a while to set up. I don't know if we're going to really see him connect with it or not. Hockey was a great, right. great heel champion in that he you know, rarely, if ever, won clean, you know. But, I mean, as far as holding on to that title, he was he was one of the best. You take a million-dollar dream or a Brutus Beefcake sleeper? I take a million-dollar dream. I'm not, I'm not really sold on anything that Beefer does at all, like ever. I just, there's just something, there's something missing there for me when it comes to Beefer. He's got a great sleeper. It's not as good as a Jeff Jarrett sleeper, but it's a, it's a pretty solid sleeper. But it doesn't compare to the Million Dollar Dream. This might be kind of hard to call, but a couple come to mind. Got best and worst interview segment. That Hulkster interview at Mania 4 when he... Uh, I went back and watched it. In the first half, he's just talking about how he's going to defeat the Giant. You know, just standard issue. Yeah. And then the second half, you yeah. see his eyes just light up. As he talks about slamming the giant, you know, through the Trump Plaza and the fault line going, and then everybody in the plaza just falling into the ocean with John, Donald Trump, and you know, but thank God he's a Hulkamaniac. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah, I can't remember, I can't remember many backstage interview segments that I didn't really like during this time period. Like when just going back through my my mind that i can't think of anything i didn't like i'm sure we're gonna see some that i don't uh some of those saturday night's main events the opens opened with like short interview type clips or little promo clips i remember one was hercules that wasn't really all that all that they didn't wow you by any stretch i can't think of any best is going to be i'm positive best is something either holster or rick rude's going to do Right, it's it, those are the two. Right, something great is going to happen from that, and, and worse is is going to be something that I'm going to say a celebrity is part of. Yeah, I don't know what Let's celebrity or or like Zeus, like the the Zeus promos were great when Macho was with him, but on his own, no good, no good. But 
Worst is probably going to be something involving a celebrity. I think that's going to be one of the more enjoyable parts of the season is those those backstage segments. Yeah. I mean, whenever whenever you had like a multi-man match, like at Survivor Series, you know, everybody would get a, you know, it was like passing the doobie around, you know, <laughs> the microphone, everybody would get their little, <laughs> the, right. their little catchphrase, you know, and a bunch of jacked up guys. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fun to listen to. From from what I recall, yeah, yes, fun to listen to jacked up guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we got oh, a couple more here. We're not going to see too many foreign objects, but we are going to see a Jim Jim Duggan two by four. We're going to see a megaphone. Oh, Jimmy Hart, he might be the. Yeah, you know, we got Bobby. It's a good time period for Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's firing on all cylinders, being the colonel with the honky and whatnot. You got your megaphone. You got your slicks. You know, big beautiful cane. I think that's about it, really. Just the you got the snake. I don't know if you call the snake an object. That's what I was going to ask. I was like, do you qualify? Uh, the snake and Matilda as far like Coco B. Do you, do you qualify, qualify his bird as a foreign object? I think you ever really use the bird. I don't the think bird's so. not an intimidating factor. Yeah. So uh, the bird probably definitely wouldn't count. Matilda definitely, they definitely had a, like, there was an intimidation factor with Matilda there for the bulldogs. The snake, that's, I mean, that's obviously terrifying, but they're not really foreign objects. I think. That's almost like a, a subcategory of what was your favorite pet. Right? <laughs> yeah. I got to go. As far as Davian objects, probably. It's, we're going favorite pet. Favorite pet? If we're going favorite pet, I don't know. I like Matilda, man. I like a yeah. dog. Yeah. I'm right. a dog guy. So I, I go Matilda. Best foreign object? You, it's kind of hard not to say a hacksaw's two by four. Yeah, that's a, classic, like, that is man. a staple. Yeah, it's. I mean, that motherfucker still to this day sells signed hacksaw Jim Duggan two by fours. It's brilliant. The, that's that. That's a gimmick <laughs> for. That's a gimmick for life. Right, Jimmy's not signing or selling signed megaphones, right? Not at the not moving at the rate that hacksaw's moving his two by fours. I can't imagine. Man, if you bought a if you bought a Duggan figure, you know you're getting a two by four. Yeah, I was gonna say I got my King Hacks uh, Duggan figure on the wall there. It's got a crown and a two by four. <laughs> <laughs> Does the two by four have a crown on it? No, his two by four doesn't have a crown on it. He's the king. The two by four is not the king. I don't I don't remember if this was uh if we're gonna see it this year, but it was when um yeah, it was when Duggan teamed up with Demolition, right? Okay, and he was and he was the king, and yep. he was wearing the 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 mask with the face with the the flag spray painted or face painted <laughs> with the two by four, and I think that there was a crown on the two by four. This is why I was asking. It was the most ridiculous, That's like a... like amount of gimmicks. Amazing being used thing. <laughs> That's fucking and, amazing. 
<laughs> Duggan and King Haku, that might be a under the radar feud this year. Or the kingship. I think the king the king uh, the crown actually starts on King Harley Race's head. And at this time Vince had really bought up bought up the talent. There's just guys from everywhere. I imagine I think Piper's on his on his uh hiatus right now. I think he might come back at five. He's either with Brother Love or that Downey guy, I think. Right? Yeah, he does a Piper's pit. Yep. Yeah, he one? does a Piper's pit, and I think it's with Downey, which is one of my my one of my favorite fucking Piper's pits of all time with a I'm telling you, Mr. Downey, <laughs> don't blow the smoke in my face. <laughs> I don't know, that's a bad Piper. I don't even know who I was being there. <laughs> you like that one huh yeah I mean, don't you remember when he's like he gets all excited to have to smoke himself <laughs> great segment man <laughs> give me one of them puppies yeah i remember that that'll be yeah, fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just gives them the fire extinguisher classic well shit man i think that's about it i mean repackages I don't know how many we see here, but the the best has to be, and probably worst too, has to be Akeem. We'll see how it goes here. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty stoked to get into this season. I'm glad that we chose to forego the uh, the poll and just you know what with our what with our hearts when selecting our adventure this time around. Yeah, it's we needed it, man. We needed it. We couldn't. I mean, we, we probably could have skewed the poll in our favor by just selecting, you know, time periods of wrestling in which we'd want to watch. But that's not part of, like, that part of the fun of putting the poll out there is to see what people will select. So you do a little random, you know what I mean? You pick, you jump around a little bit. And the, the listeners selected wrong. So now we're going this way. This is bizarre. Maybe next time we'll get a poll back out there, right? Maybe we'll put a poll out. I got a couple ideas for the next one episodes. We'll put a poll out next time. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but this 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 is this is our time. This is what's made it four to five. This is our time. Looking forward to it, man. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in to the preview here. And next time we'll be hitting you with WrestleMania 4 live from Trump Plaza. I'm Duke Bags. Yeah, Duke Bags. What's your what's your new catchphrase, Duke Bags? It wasn't slide one in there. It was uh, was a pour one out. No, god damn it! Slide one in there. Fine. Here's just pull one out of there. Pull one out of there. Duke bags. Pull one out of there. <laughs> and some Kevin. The slide for one in there. Slide 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 in there. See? That's why you're pulling out of there. Alright. Alright. Get on board with that. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> I gotta do everything. <laughs> <laughs>